This is Rob Scott, and you're experiencing Fundamental Shift from BackToBreath.com. I was just having a discussion with a really good friend of mine, and he mentioned that people who have had trauma and learned detachment to protect themselves, he mentioned that they would make great Buddhists. And I, uh, I always love talking to this gentleman. But his point was that if we think about it, they may have spent their lives not attaching to things because things had hurt them in the past. So they become very good at detaching. And in the example, we were talking about family dysfunction and things like that. And that person may have learned to turn off from arguing or painful situations or any other kind of trauma they might have been through. So first off, let's just forget Buddhism as a name and just talk about detachment and a mind that is capable of detachment and what healthy detachment is and uh, basically what this person meant. They used the word Buddhist to sort of wrap all that up, but we're really talking about a healthy mind and what detachment is. Secondly, let's explore what detachment is and is not. Healthy detachment is actually, it actually has a lot of attachment in it. It's just what we're attached to that counts. So this talk will support my talk on uh, mindfulness, awareness, and disconnect and other things that I've said before. But we're talking about attachment and getting detached and, and what's healthy there and what's not. Today's talk is called Learning to be Detached. Let's get started. A detached person can shield themselves from pain and other things that attachment tends to lead to. So isn't this what some of the great traditions are teaching? Shouldn't we all not care about good and bad and learn to fully detach from the material world, etc.? Well, in actuality, detaching at a certain point can be very detrimental to us. So at what point is that detachment unhealthy? True healthy detachment isn't some it isn't the same as trauma-induced detachment. True detachment actually involves being aware. It involves feeling things fully. So I think it's important to describe what's happening uh, when we detach. Basically, moments arise, and they just keep arising, right? There's this thing going on, and the human brain is capable of accepting or aligning with part of what is going on, a conversation, maybe a bus coming at us, maybe snow falling, maybe the feeling of air on our skin, whatever. But a healthy brain functions in a state of deletion. There are always billions and billions of things occurring while the present moment creates itself. So that healthy brain has to choose what to attach to in any moment. What is it filled with? That's what I mean by attachment. The thing is, we don't only have all that's actually going on in the objective sense to choose from, to attach, or be a part of. We also have our thoughts. We can leave being associated or attached to this moment and go into an imaginary future or a remembered past. And a dysfunctional brain tends toward not being able to manage these attachments. Sometimes it doesn't know where it needs to be. Sometimes it gets confused. It gets overwhelmed. So someone who has been severely traumatized may have a hard time choosing the things it attaches its mind to, what it attaches its brain to in a way that society would deem appropriate. And those are people that, you know, uh, in some cases might end up homeless or really dysfunctional or in institutions and all that kind of stuff. But that said, many people who have been abused, they may learn the ability to detach from an abusive parent, and they do that as a survival skill. 
They use their mind to manage a situation and separate from pain. But detaching from what is is not a blanket good or evolved thing to do necessarily. In fact, as necessary as it might be in situations of overwhelm, I'd suggest that it's much more healthy to stay attached to what is going on and continually widen our capability to attach to more and more of what is going on, more perspectives, more ability to think and feel at the same time, more ability to listen fully to what people are not only saying and the concepts they share, but also uh, what's happening around us at the same time, widening our mind and staying attached to as much as possible or aligned with as much as possible in the moment. So if what I'm saying is that we're supposed to attach to what's going on, why is the talk called learning to detach? Because it's actually the opposite of what a trauma survivor might learn to do. We want to attach to what is and detach from our own desires, expectations, and delusions. We want to learn to be okay with what is, with this moment. So we want to be in the moment, meaning we're attached to what is. What we're not attached to, what we're detached from, is how it's supposed to be. Our beliefs about... You know, I want a certain thing to be this way. I want that car. I want that house. Uh, you know, those are desires that we could detach from. An unhealthy detachment is just disconnection. You know, somebody who's managed uh, disconnecting from a situation, that may lead them to an awakening. It may lead them to learning to place their mind in different places to manage things. But in most cases with trauma survivors and people like that, um, they end up with a real lack of connection with people and a real lack of connection in relationships and other things. And so they might end up with no attachment but also no connection either. And so the difference is in what we're attached to. If we're attached to what is, that's okay. And again, there's so many things that are is, right? So a mature mind is still getting better and growing at what it's capable of attaching to all the time. But if we're attached to a certain outcome or our own delusion or our own separate idea of how things are supposed to go, uh, that's probably not as good. So if we're completely disconnected and not interacting with anything that is, we're deeply unhealthy. But if we can learn to attach to what is and be detached from our separate wants and needs and desires, not that we don't respect them, not that we don't try for them, but we don't get overwhelmed and consumed by them. That's the ability to attach and detach. What is your mind filled with? What are you mindful of? Learning what our mind is doing and learning how to attach it to certain things and detach it from others is very mature, very important. A blanket statement of just detaching is probably not the most healthy, but uh, we all need to learn what we're attached to and what we're detached from. That's my talk today on detachment. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as a side note, a wonderful, wonderful woman passed away yesterday. I called her Momo, and uh, she was my grandmother. She had been sick for a very long time, and I'm very happy that she's no longer in pain, but she will be greatly missed. In her honor, I want to play a little Jeff Buckley. I wish you all a very satisfied mind. Be kind to yourself and everybody else. Bye-bye.
satisfied mind.